Good morning, everybody. It's This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. It is Friday, March 15th, 2019, and it is Friday. So it is our weekly Faith-Filled Friday message, and last week we wrapped up the armor of God, and that was such a fun and educational podcast to prepare for and share with you and I am so thankful that many of you reached out and you're enjoying it so much and as I thought and prayed about where to progress I had had the thoughts we touched on Psalm 23 last Friday just a little bit at the end and then over the weekend um I had um You know, we attended two different calling hours and funerals. And when talking with one of our cousins, we were talking about Psalm 23. And I'm like, all right, Lord. You know, that was the confirmation that that was the right direction. That was where to go next. And so I look forward to going on a journey through Psalm 23. It's a psalm that most people are familiar with, whether you were raised in the church, outside the church. It's read at a lot of funerals. Um, I've even heard it or heard of it being read at a wedding. Psalm 23 is such a beautiful, beautiful psalm. And we're going to look at the entire um, psalm. It's the Psalm of David. Some refer to it as his song, his praise. Um, I found one spot where Philip Keller says, Psalm 23 might well be called David's hymn of praise to divine diligence. I love that. David's hymn of praise to divine diligence. That was Philip Keller that said that. And Each week, I'll read it from a different version or translation of the Bible in entirety, but I want to unload, unpack, I don't like unload, unpack Psalm 23, almost um, verse by verse, right? And just understand the depths of this short yet encouraging and uplifting psalm. So I'm going to give you a chance to get out your Bible. If you're driving, no worries. I'm going to read it to you. You'll be able to hear it. But I think there is such um, power to when we hear the Word of God and we see the Word of God and we hear read it ourselves while someone else is reading, even if you have a different version or translation than what I'm reading from. I think it just helps that word of God to dwell within us and just truly um, get into our inner being. And that's with anything we do or learn. If we can hear it, see it, touch it, you know, we learn it quicker and it has more impact for our lives. So I'm going to get the Bible out, you to get yours out. Who knows, maybe you're already starting before you even start the Faith Filled Friday podcast. I already have your Bible ready. 
but I'll be right back. And I'm going to be reading Psalm 23. And this week, I'm going to be reading from the New International Version, NIV. Don't go away. Talk to you soon. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real as we journey through Psalm 23. Okay, Psalm 23, a Psalm of David, and I am reading from the New International Version. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23 from the New International Version. There's so much good stuff here in Psalm 23. Aren't you excited? Is anybody else going, oh, I can't wait. And if you haven't read A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23 by Philip Keller, that is a beautiful book. The copy I have, the pages are worn. Um, it is, it's an older copy. And I don't even know, I think, I don't even know where I got it. It is 1970 was the publication of the copy I have. Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23 by Philip Keller. So I am rereading this book. I've read it a couple times. I'm rereading it as we go through this study. And just, there's so much good stuff. So today, the only part of Psalm 23 that we are going to look at is verse 1. 1A. So only the first part up to the comma. Um... So we're only going to look at the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. That's all we're going to look at today. So verse 1 to the comma. That's all we're looking at. And when we're thinking about the Lord being our shepherd, that would mean if he's our shepherd, then we are his sheep, right? And it's important to understand the role of the shepherd, especially back in Bible times, because a lot of people now have alternate careers or doing other things. Even if you work from home, farming is not, you know, the key or primary source of income or career choice, right? So, common sense. The shepherd takes care of the sheep, right? But what does that involve? And it's so much more. I mean, first and foremost, he has to take care of their welfare. He has to keep them safe. And back in Bible times, a shepherd could have been caring for up to 
a thousand sheep at a time, depending on what I've read in different research. But it was hundreds of sheep. And if it was a small flock, it was a hundred. And the shepherd was responsible to care for every single one of those sheep. One shepherd cared for all of them. And the shepherd was on guard, on duty, 24-7. His sheep slept, he slept, but he slept in lightness in case anything came and attempted to harm his sheep. Um, and the shepherds, they lived like mobile. They traveled with their sheep. They slept outdoors in Bible times. They didn't, you know, there wasn't like an inn or a hotel they could stay at and drop the sheep off at the barn, right? They slept under a tree, you know, leaning against a rock out in the elements with their sheep. What their sheep endured, they endured. They were one with their sheep, really, if you think about it. And they had to make sure they had food. So they had to make sure that wherever they stopped with their flock, that there would be enough food for the entire flock. So that could be work in itself, just making sure there was enough. And they had to make sure none of the sheep strayed so that they wouldn't be in harm's way of predators. And, you know, then, of course, there's a chance that the predators might attack the whole flock. And some of the predators for sheep are coyotes, wolves, mountain lions, bears, like dogs. You know, I think of the movie Babe. If you've ever seen the movie Babe, you know, and the sheep, like dumb pig. But the pig ends up saving the sheep because he protects them from the dogs until their shepherd could get there. You know, the shepherd's always on watch. And when he can't be there physically, he has his guardian angels. He has the Holy Spirit right there with us. We're never alone. Because the Lord is my shepherd. That means I'm God's sheep. That means even when he can't be with me, right with me, he's left the Holy Spirit with me through that relationship with Jesus. Through Jesus' death on the cross and rising to heaven, he left us the Holy Spirit. And all we have to do is say, Holy Spirit, come within me. Be with me. Give me strength. Protect me. And we have the shepherd with us. Um... The shepherd also protects the sheep's health. Make sure they don't get sick. Protect them from harm. Making sure they get to the doctor. Make, you know, so, you know, sometimes when I get super sick, I've been going, 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 not stopping, not stopping, not taking care of myself, taking care of everyone else. And I know I'm not alone in that. But there always comes a time, and my mother 
and my aunts have always been famous for saying, you're almost at burnout, you need to slow down. But you know what? If you don't listen, God slows you down, right? And the shepherd protects his sheep. He doesn't want us to burn out. He wants us to be able to use the gifts he's given us to do so much more. So the shepherd protects us. He, he's mindful of our health even when we're not. The Lord is my shepherd. I am his sheep. And then there's an important feature that the shepherd has with his sheep. He must shear the flock. Um, sheep have a thick thick fleece and it has to be cut off either with shears or clippers well back in bible times they did not have electric clippers or shears you know picture them out there with these small shears or maybe they were big i don't know but they had to do it by hand there was no you know big thing plugged in you know if you've ever gone to any of these farms you know like or at the state fairs you know i've watched them shear a sheep and they have this big um, shaver that looks like you'd see at the hairdressers, but it's a little bigger. And it hung, like was plugged into the ceiling above them and they just zip, 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 and they were done, right? Back in Bible times, you know, as David's out tending to the sheep, he had to shear every sheep himself by hand. And think about it. If he had 100, 200, 300, 400 sheep, by the time he would get done, you'd think he'd probably have to go back and start all over again. They required a lot of care. And we <laughs> um, like the sheep need to be sheared. And, you know, God will strip us Strip off those layers of things that need to come off to get down to the core, to that foundation so that we can be refreshed, be renewed. And then, again, we'll need that shearing because we are human. We are prone to sin. And that's from, oh my gosh, drawn blank, Romans 8. Um, I believe, and God loves us so much as our shepherd that he shears those different layers off to help us see who we are in his image and be able to grow a new fleece, hopefully a cleaner fleece this time, right? Um, an article I read said that an experienced shepherd could shear up to 125 ewes sheep a day. 125 a day by hand. And they had to be careful not to nick them or cut their skin because it could hurt them out in the wild. And just exciting stuff. The Lord is your shepherd, you are his sheep. Have you ever thought about that? 
I think that is so cool. And God's always with us, always protecting us, always looking out for us, always shearing us, always providing for us, always mindful of our health. And when he can't be right there, you can't hear his voice. You can't feel his presence. Know that the Holy Spirit is there. Who is God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So he is with you. He's never not with you once you welcome him into your life. And... I just think that's a cool concept. And I hope you help. Oh, I hope you help. I hope you enjoy this journey through Psalm 23. And it's going to take us a few weeks. And that's okay. Because sometimes the good stuff takes some time. I want you to think about it. Do you know that God loves you? Do you know that God is your shepherd and he looks at you as one of his sheep the creator of the universe who created the stars and the night and the day and the water all that good stuff from Genesis I was just diving into Genesis this past weekend and the same God that created all of that created you and he didn't just create you and leave you he created you and gave you the choice and the free will to have a relationship with him all you have to do is look up and say God I'm sorry I accept that you're God I accept that you're my shepherd I confess that I sin and I believe in you. And what better time than during the Easter season, during Lent, to really dive into looking at God the Father, God the Creator, God the Shepherd. We are his sheep, you and I. And he's caring for us every day, every breath, and he never leaves us. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real, and this is our first day in our journey through Psalm 23. I hope you'll stick with me, and we're going to do it a nugget at a time. And when I call it a nugget, because if you think about it, you know, gold nuggets are valuable. They're, they might be small sometimes, but they're worth so much. God's Word, there are so many little nuggets in Psalm 23, you you hear it all the time. I want you to be able to hear these little nuggets a little deeper. So the next time you hear it read, you can say, oh, The Lord is my shepherd. I am his sheep. He loves me. He's watching over me. He's caring for me. He's right there by my side. He loves me. Does it get any better than that? Have a great day, everybody. This is Lisa. I'll catch you next week. Bye.